Strongman Academy, podcast number seven, lucky number seven. Brought my buddy Mike Koch in here today, and I'm pretty excited to have him on. I just want to say, no story is really a more powerful story that we have out there than the path to redemption, the story of redemption, the story of, I guess, the prodigal son, somebody that went out there, explored life, maybe got a little careless and reckless, but brought it all back and and wanted to do right and wants to just give back and seize that as their primary goal in life. And Mike is is one of the best examples of that I've, I've ever known. So I'm going to let Mike go ahead and introduce himself. Andy, thank you for having me, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you for running the, the podcast and the Strongman Academy. Thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, I'm Mike, Mike Cook. I am um, from Amsterdam, moved over here in New Orleans uh, in 2010. And um, yeah, man, just trying to live my best life, trying to live my best life, trying to do the right thing um, and um, stay on the right track, man. So I'm so happy to have you, brother. Mike's a high energy guy. He's maybe one of the only guys I know that is more high energy for me. Uh, so you know, I said, look, Mike, I want you to be the high energy guy today. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go run. So I went and ran ten miles before the podcast. So I would be the low energy guy. But I don't know if you'll have much low energy from either of us. That's just how we are. Um, <clears throat> start start me off, Mike. Tell me about the path to redemption you took in life. All right, the path to redemption. Well, the beauty of the path to redemption is you kind of got to mess it up first in order to see the light. And that's um, how it was with me, man. I, uh, I, um, I had some stuff happen to me as a kid, pretty young, uh, super obsessed with sports. And, um, and yeah, when I found my passion, there was something that happened. I had a coach that, um, that sexually abused me several times. And that kind of took the whole wind out of my, uh, out of my wings when it came to sports and, uh, and really pushing in that life. So I started turning to drugs and, uh, did a lot of, uh, a lot of partying, man, which, uh, um, I got out of my system at a very young age. Now that I look back, I'm kind of thankful for that. And, um, yeah, all of a sudden, um, from using drugs, I was like, wait, there's also money to be made in this. So uh, before I knew it, I was selling drugs. We were selling, uh, um, uh, because it's Europe, it's pretty easy to go international. So we would go all over the place. And, and before I knew it, I was pretty deep in there and realized that, hey, you know what? I've seen a lot of movies like Scarface and, and, and for instance, another movie, Layer Cake. And all these guys with these great, great little careers in the drug business and at the end it never really said hey you know what the drug dealer lived happily ever after so when um, my life started getting a little bit out of control and stuff started getting bigger and bigger um, the risk got bigger and bigger and uh, one of my close friends actually went to jail for nine years and yeah that freaked me out man like when it comes that close and you see that happening so um yeah, there was a moment that I just realized, you know what? If I want to do something, I got to do it. And I got to do it now. And there's no better better point in life than to respond and react right now. So I did. I burned my bridges. That's another thing that I advise people, please, to do. If you have to do something, burn the bridges behind you. Like, don't don't give yourself an option to go back. So I, I left. I literally packed a suitcase and moved from Amsterdam, the Netherlands, to New Orleans, Louisiana. 
and um, said, okay, listen, it might not be easy. It might not be what, what, uh, 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 what I expected myself to do, but I'm going to do one thing, and that is not make money the illegal way. And um, it's been a rough path, man, but it's, it's been, it's been the, the, the tunnel is uh, definitely getting shorter and shorter, and the light is getting, uh, getting um, brighter and brighter, man. It's been... Uh, it's been a, a roller coaster, but an um, absolutely amazing roller coaster. So, you mentioned burning bridges. It's funny you say that. I had a kid the other day, one of my guys actually in my leadership uh, portion of my class, and he's moved around from different neighborhoods in Baton Rouge. And he talked about there's this one neighborhood that we have that's, that's really rough. It's a transient neighborhood, Gardier. And he's like, man, when I lived in Gardier, I didn't even go outside. He said, and, and my parents had to move away from there just so we could be well off and, and do the right thing and stay out of trouble's way. He's like, so I've pretty much burned all my bridges. So, like, I mean, how powerful is it that a 13-year-old who's just, I mean, trouble's at his doorstep, he's doing it. But now he's kind of where you were when you got here, like the roller coaster ahead of him. What what kind of was your path once you got here? How did you, I mean, did you just land into heaven? Or, or what was your trials and tribulations once you got here? Well, that's a good question. Because um, first of all, hats off to that 13-year-old kid that, that he's already got insight and stuff like that and, and, and everything. Because, man, life is not easy. And it's um, it's it's funny that... People think that all of a sudden, the older you get, all of a sudden life is just going to become easier and all the answers are going to come and, 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 and um, you're going to live a happily ever uh, ever life. But it just doesn't work out like that. And with me, the burning the burning bridges was really getting away from, from my friend, dude. Like, I, I have such a great group of friends. I always say family or friends are the family you choose yourself. So when you have a good group of friends, it doesn't mean that they're going to be a good influence on you, you know, and that's what it is. Uh, uh, I had to move away from my friends who 90% of them are still exactly in the same ship as I was when I left 10 years ago. So when I moved over here, a lot of the, 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 um, a lot of my friends were always like, just come back, come back, come back. Cause it's not easy. And, and paying taxes is not easy. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's a responsibility, uh, um, uh, just working for a boss and getting an hourly wage and stuff like that and and having rules and stuff it is not easy and what i've i i, I had to find my uh um my role very 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 um it took a while for me to find my role also coming from europe it's it's a huge culture shock with a lot of things and i jumped from job to job i couldn't i couldn't even hold a job in the beginning uh, I worked in the oil field. Um, I worked at um, a, a racetrack in, in, in Avondale where uh, car racing and stuff. We did construction. And usually that was always my, my go-to was just construction, you know, construction. But it was never really what I saw myself do. So um, I worked at the clubs. I did bartending for a while. And then all of a sudden, you know what it is? When you really... When you sincerely try to do your best, people around you that are doing good will notice. 
That's why you always got to give your 100% every time for yourself so that you are satisfied with yourself. You are confident about yourself. And like I said, other people that see you struggling and see you not giving up and see you pushing for more and see you not giving up when other people say, oh, that's dumb, man. That's dumb. What are you doing? Just keep pushing. And that's how I got into real estate investing, which was a huge hurdle in that because I'm from Europe. So now I had to learn feet and inches. I had to, I didn't know Phillips had a screwdriver. I didn't know Alan had a wrench. You know, it's like all this stuff's like, wait, who's this? I I don't know anything about this. I did construction back home, but that was all concrete and steel. So now I'm with working with sheetrock and working with wood and working on a whole nother level. And, And just by saying that, any obstacle you face, you can, you can, you can, you can conquer, man. Like, and and I am, I am the exact uh, um, example of that because if somebody would have told you, hey, this guy is going to flip two houses with his girlfriend and his father-in-law, which the father-in-law makes teeth for a living, uh, he is an ex-drug dealer, and she worked in clubs. You know, it's not going to work. And it did, man. And it's so beautiful. And that's what it is. It's all about perseverance. Keep going. And that's the thing. If you don't give up, you will succeed. Because every fail is just another way how not to do it. So let's move on to speaking of succeeding your brand. Uh, be thankful for something. It's just a catchy title. It's incredible. It's taken off. Tell me, what's the genesis there? Where did it start? Um, what kind of, what did you go through? Sometimes, a lot of times to be thankful for something, we go through something. It's almost like a metamorphosis in our lives in which we realize gratitude. And you've said this before to me, gratitude is the beginning. It's not the end result. We always think like great things happen and we thank God for it. But, but gratitude is really the beginning. But what, what was your transformation in your life that led you to branding? Be thankful for something. Well, Misery, <laughs> total, and I've always said, and all my friends know this, I will never say that I am depressed because I'm just a too upbeat type of person to call myself depressed. Like if I call myself depressed, I've given up, you know? And so in 2012, I, um, I had a son and um, yeah, this is, uh, when I was talking in front of the kids too, I, I choked up. Cause it's it's and that that just shows how how real it is and and so in 2012 I lost my son and I literally had to pull the plug out of my 65 day old son he he got meningitis and he died a horrible death it was uh, it was uh, horrific and and um, me being alone in the states not having really that close relationship with my family and my friends. Um, Put me in a dark place, man. Like, like I, I mean, that showed me that the power of your mind and the power of your thoughts will consume your life, will take over your life, and will drastically put your life in a totally different direction than where you want to go. And I literally, uh, I lost my son. I lost my job. I got a DUI. I was behind on my rent. Uh, I was in a very dark place and I remember sitting in my office had this little tiny house and a little shotgun house and it had this dark little room in the back with no windows and it was my office and I remember sitting there one day crying, crying my eyes out, asking God like why? 
Like, why? All my friends that are drug dealing back home, that are doing the, the, the quote-unquote wrong things, are thriving. They're having great lives. I'm here by myself, trying to do the right thing, trying to stay on the straight and narrow, and all this stuff is happening. And I was like, why me? Why me? And I was literally crying up and, and looking like, why me, Lord? And all of a sudden, I don't know if y'all know Tony Robbins. If you don't know, look him up on YouTube, whatever. He's everywhere. Big old dude. <laughs> and Tony, sometimes the universe, God, a higher power just will give you, will smack you in the face with a with a message. And and it's like they, they heard me screaming and crying like, why me? Why me? Because... Out of the speakers in my house, Tony Robbins all of a sudden said, and for the people who cry and scream, why me? Well, who else did you have in mind? And I was like, what? Who else did I have in mind? Man, I got a whole list. And I literally sat there and, and, and pictured these people in front of me like, I'd rather, you know, like somebody that screwed me over a couple years before or something, you know, like, you know what? I wish you would go through this. And then I would stop and like, really, would you? It's like, no, man, like, this is horrible what I went through. I don't wish this on anybody. So all of a sudden, this, this, this crying and this depression kind of turned into this, this, this deep-rooted power and, and like this, this, like, okay, you know how pe people always say, like, God doesn't give you, put you in any situation that he doesn't think you can win or can conquer. Yeah. And that's what I was like, oh, man, this is happening to me because... I'm that bad mother effer that can handle this. Wow, I am here by myself. And I'm still doing. what. So then it was like, okay, now what? I want to be happy. And that's the beauty of, of, of YouTube and, and of the... Because the, the, I, I like the internet and social, but I hate it too. You know, it's like... No, it's, I'm, it's, I'm the it's, same it, way. I, I, I stayed off social media from 2012 until about three months ago. And I was like, you know what? I really want to grow my program. And and listeners are out there. People are interested, and and I've gotten a lot for my program just in the two three months that I've been on the social media. But I've still got to keep in check that it doesn't consume me. One hundred percent. I just consume it. Right, and that's exactly like you consume and it doesn't consume you. And that's the thing. Like it gets you can get so much value out of the internet, out of social media, but you can also destroy your life with it, destroy your relationships, and and that's it. What are you looking for? So I strictly, I wanted to be happy. Like it's super dumb, but I was like, how do I become? I literally typed in, how do I get happy on YouTube? <laughs> it's free. So I looked it up and all of a sudden it was, it's beautiful. Somebody said in order, Tony Robbins again, not somebody. <laughs> it was dumb. And he literally said, in order to be happy, one must be grateful, thankful first. I was like, what? That's dumb. It, that doesn't make any sense. So I would listen. I'm like, okay. And he explained it. If you are thankful for what you have, more will come to you. And I was like, wow. So I started looking around like, yeah, but I, I mean, my son passed away and this. And I'm like, what do you mean be thankful? Like, uh, And it's like, okay, I got shoes on my feet. You know, go drive downtown, and especially in New Orleans or something, drive around. And you see so many people without shoes, people without a home, people without... And it just started, instead of looking at what was wrong with me, I started to look at, okay, so what can I be thankful for? And I mean, if you focus on the things that you can be thankful for, 
life life just turns around for you in such a beautiful way and and it's so underappreciated and it's so like not a cool thing to do you know like if you say hey man what are you thankful for people usually brush me off it's like hey man uh, uh, i'm thankful for everything okay well be a little bit more specific you know so when when i started so that's when i started my my brand i was like man i need to uh, there's so many miserable people around me that have so much to be thankful for why am i not helping these people see the light you know quote unquote and um I had a buddy of mine um, who uh, told me about this movie, The Secret, which I watched. And in that movie, they have a little gratitude stone. So there's this guy that has a stone in his pocket, a little rock. And now, every- is, it, is it the uh, Rhonda Searcy book? Is it the same thing? It's a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also the book. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I watched the documentary on Netflix. It was for free. You know, and so I watched and in there he talks about a gratitude stone and how every time he feels this stone or this little rock in his pocket, he tries to find something to be thankful for. And I was like, huh, that's funny. So I literally just went and found something and I had this big old gold coin that my mom gave me one time and I put it in my pocket and I was doing it and my life started changing man it was the weirdest thing ever like people started the people that uh, 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 I was yearning for and connections were coming in my life I was getting more satisfied with myself and with my life and where I was standing in life and I was on the phone with one of my buddies in Amsterdam who's super negative sarcastic dude yeah and um I was like, hey, man, you're always so negative, dude. I said, listen, I got this coin in my pocket. And every time I see it, I try to find two or three things that I'm thankful for, dude. You should put a coin in your pocket. He says, coin in my pocket? What the hell am I going to put a coin in my pocket for, Mike? I need 250,000 euros. I don't need a coin in my pocket to be happy. Give me 250,000 and I'll be happy. And I was like, okay, so how do I do this then? Because there's obviously negative people like him in the world. So how do I bring this to the majority of the people? And that's when this little thing hit me about gratitude bracelets. And that's how I started um, uh, my Be Thankful for Something brand. It's just by simple gratitude bracelets and going on the street and, and giving out bracelets and asking people to tell me four things that they're thankful for. And the reason I say four is because I've tried two. I've tried a thing. I've tried three things and people brush you off. And if you go to somebody just for the fun, just walk up to somebody and tell me, say, hey, tell me four things that you're thankful for. They'll spit out one and two really quick. Well, I'm thankful for my health or thankful for my life or I'm thankful for God. But you want to make them think. So I want you to consciously go to the state of gratitude. Yeah. And they'll say, yeah, I'm thankful for God, Jesus and heaven. I'm like, yeah the same you know it's kind of right so so i'm like okay cool okay so then give me number four and as soon as you say that and especially with number four with number four that if they spit out the first three quick you see them really think and take a minute and you see the whole face change you see their face really like glow up and kind of get like this little smile on their face and they say you know what i'm thankful for my dream job or something or, or, or i'm thankful for my kids and um, so that's really when I was like, okay, I'm on to something. I'm on to something. So I, I started pushing this. I started, you know, really uh, taking it somewhere. I love it. Um, you came and you spoke to uh, strong men. Sure did, man. And, Loved it. And you did an incredible job. You moved all of them. Thank you. Um, tell me about that experience. And then tell me about this kind of, you almost have like a semi-business model that you introduced to me and I need to introduce to my principal and I want to get it rolling before the year's over Yes. with 
with getting the kids to be able to make money for themselves right. and to extend gratitude with people selling the bracelets. So tell right. me about Strongman and, and your involvement that you've had and what you look forward to. Okay. Thank Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Strongman Academy, man. When I went over there, um, that's another thing. It's It's so beautiful that sometimes moments hit you when you realize you're exactly at the right time in the right place where you need to be. And that was with me because when I went and talked to the guys at Strongman, um, we didn't even plan it that far ahead. And actually when I was there, one of my buddies from Amsterdam who actually did a bunch of stuff with me, all the stuff that the, the, the crazy bad, stuff, yeah, the bad like stuff. the deal, yeah. He actually, and he's also he left that life, and he's doing, he's working an offshore job right now, really trying, you know, and staying away from the bad, from the bad influences and stuff. So it was funny that the two of us that out of this group, like I left, but he kind of distanced himself. Yeah. That he was there, man. He was there, a part of it, and to really see that. There is an upside to what we did, you know, that what we did back in the day can really turn around and actually help people, man. So th- that was a beautiful thing. And, and actually, when, when we left there, we got so overwhelmed and um, we had to pull the car over. And we're too, like... You're tough dudes. We're, we're not little, you know, we're not the emotional guys. Like, we've been, like, we've been around the block and literally had to... Um, had to stop the car on the side of the road because we were crying our eyes out just for the fact that we have been given the opportunity to try to turn this into something good and and the impact that talking to these kids had on me is 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 insane i never thought that that me talking to those kids would serve me better than I probably served them. You know? And, oh, I know and the feeling. And yeah, right? I it's bet amazing you the story it's, of my life. It's beautiful, man. It's it it's so and, 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 and to be able to to try to help these kids and just show like, hey, listen, man, I'm not telling you what to do. Cause I don't want to the worst thing you can tell, and we all know this growing up, the first thing is telling somebody how to live their life. Right. So all the beauty of me is I can literally say, hey, listen, this is what can happen if you do this, you know, and that's 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 so powerful. And and what I wanted to do with the be thankful for something. So be thankful for something. I have this project that I started. It's called the be thankful for something. Teach to fish project and teach to fish project is a entrepreneur one on one um, program. It's a, a um, so it started by me trying to help people that were in need. And first, it was in need of being more grateful. But when people got a little, uh, I don't look very inviting. So when I walk up to people on the street and say, "Hey, can you tell me four things you're thankful for?" They usually say life because they think I'm about to take it from them. Yeah. <laughs> they think I'm about to jump them or something. Yeah, full, full disclosure, Mike uh, plays the gangster in uh, HCIS New Orleans. Yes. Like, NTIS, true story. Yeah, NTIS New Orleans and Queen of the South, I play what I used to be. Right. <laughs> so, what I, um, so, me trying to promote it on the street really um, pushed me in a certain way that, that, that I, yeah, it wasn't fun, man. People were brushing me off. People were really rude to me. Like, hey, can you tell me for things you're thankful? I'll give you a free wristband. I don't want your wristband. I'm always thankful. Bye. And it's like, so 
I started working with homeless people, man. It was so, I, I was so down and out when I was walking on the street trying to talk to people that I was like, I just need somebody to just tell me four things that they're thankful for and take one of these wristbands. So I walked up to homeless person and I, I have it on video and everything, man. And I walked up, I said, sir, can you tell me four things that you're thankful for? And he said, yeah, man, I'm thankful that God gave me another chance uh, this morning. I'm, I'm thankful for, for my health. I'm thankful for, for God. I'm thankful for life. I'm thankful for, for shoes on my feet. And that touched me so much that I was like, you know what? I'm going to make you money. So I walked up to him and I started selling, uh, having them promote my wristbands and make a commission off of each wristband sold. And then I got such a, a epiphany. He's like, you know what? I can make any person money by promoting gratitude. So that's a win-win. And I've, I've got it on video too of these, these homeless people coming back to me. It's like, wow, and all these stories of all these people that told them I'm thankful for this and I'm thankful for that. So they come like super hyped up with all this, this gratefulness in them. It's like, man, if I can make a homeless person, if I can get a homeless person to make $25 in 10 minutes, I can do it with anybody. So that's the whole project that I'm, I'm um, working on with, with uh, actually I'm, I'm having a, um, I had a meeting with the mayor of New Orleans um, who um, now kind of brushed it off and got me because of the collapse of the hotel. Now I'm talking to the uh, uh, human resources guy uh, at the, um, how do you say that? Mayor's office. Yeah. And um, trying to really push this to, to help the homeless people because you can give anybody a dollar and you know that that's why you start the strong man account. You can tell everybody like, Hey, be good, but show them, you know, give them the tools. And that's the same as, okay, I want to get people off the street. Giving them a dollar is not going to get them off the street. Teaching them how to make a dollar the right way. Plus giving them the means and the, and the ability to actually sell something to make a dollar you know that is something that, that that that's what the world needs these days man we need to stop giving people everything we need to teach people how to stand on their own feet so this project this teach the fish project can be implemented with anybody it can be with a 13 year old boy it can be with a with a uh, uh, ex drug dealer and it's it it can be with a uh, with a ceo that just wants to give back and wants to just you know help out the community well, that's a beautiful idea, and like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get it rolling in my school, and uh, see where else I can get it rolling. Yeah, man. Because it's like you say, it's good to have them have a means to make money, but to have them do it through teaching gratitude, you know, and that's the educational model. Is it's one thing for me to teach you something; it's another thing for you to teach your peers something. Because when you teach your peers something, then you learn it. You learn it not by learning it as much as by teaching it. Right. That's um, leadership, man. Yeah. So moving on to our lightning round. All right. Number one benefit of meditation for you. Control over my day. Control over my day and control over my mind. I do it every morning. And if it's not sitting and meditating quiet, I have uh, YouTube, three YouTube videos that I listen to in the shower every morning. Every yeah. morning. Every it's powerful. Morning. I do it's, it. It's... The, it's you have to really, and if you don't do it that day, you know, you realize. Yeah, it. no doubt. And everybody around you too. <laughs> and, and you know, and you know, the crazy thing is, my kids. The the favorite thing my kids do, 
um, in strong men is when Albert comes. 45 favorite thing to do without a doubt. Um, second question. Your dream acting or casting role? Playing myself, man. I'm really like how my life has turned out and, and how I literally right now play myself and get paid to play my own self. It's something that I just, um, I, I really want to make a, uh, write a book. Uh, that's my next thing. I'm going to write a book and then I want to, uh, uh, make a movie out of it because it's, uh, it's a wild story, man. Yeah. People need to see that any, any, any person can do it if they just want it bad enough, man. I love it. Um, preferred exercise, uh, full disclosure, Mike is, is jacked up in great shape. What's your favorite exercise? In the gym, I like to do just lifting weights, chest, back. I like back because it makes me it makes you look jacked quicker. But I really like the thing I really love to do is um, uh, just like kickboxing or Krav Maga or something. Like I, I prefer really like a, a intensive sport than just lifting weights. Which lifting weights is good too. You know, it's a, yeah. If it's I could a, still lift, I would. Yeah. Um, well, you I, look like you live. You jacked. I, mean, Jesus. I, I, know, I know, but my my back, my neck, all all these herniated discs. I just do the yeah. I know. I got a herniated in the stomach right now, so now I do sit ups, pushing my hernia. Head. Oh yeah, lord, bad. <laughs> Best and worst thing about Europe uh, versus the United States. Europe. God, their small cars are so annoying, man. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing about the States that I had to... And the thing with the United States that I have the most I got used to is just what you see is never what you get. That's the thing that really, really... Like, if it's just buying something off the dollar menu and coming to the window and it's not a dollar, it's a dollar nine. You know, or... or I mean, it's it's a lot of things. It's always there's it's like there's always some there's always a catch. You right. Know? It's like right. if somebody says, Hey man, come in, I can get you this for three fifty and like, man, I got three hundred and fifty one dollars in my pocket, I can go and then when you walk out it's never three fifty. It's always like four hundred or five hundred. So, so that's a US thing? I just hundred percent. I thought it was a life thing. No, right? And that's <laughs> and that's one of the things that I really want to push with my brand is like every price you see on my website, every price that I talk about, that's the price. Taxes included, everything because I want people to to to, to not be disappointed at the end, you know. So that's definitely uh the, the biggest thing that I had to get used to is 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 always the the little catch at the end, you know, and it makes people not trust each other, and and that's that's tough sometimes, you know, because winning somebody's trust is one of the hardest things to do, man. Yeah. Last question: Four things you're thankful for. <laughs> First of all, I'm thankful for you, man. Literally, thank you for having me. Thank you for taking the time to really um, set your time. Listen, time is the most precious asset that we have. Everybody can throw money at anything, especially if you have enough fun of it. But if you take the time to really work with people like you do, man, like we need more of you in the world. And I'm 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 super blessed to be uh, well, to you. call you one of my brothers. I'm, I'm super thankful for your dad first of all too. One of the people that I'm because I got to know him and and I'm super blessed that he brought us together. And and Albert again also uh, such a great mentor. And then I'm thankful for my family, man. My life, this these all these opportunities. Like I can keep. If you talk about thankful, I can keep going. For That's days. the wheelhouse, right? <laughs> I can go for days, man. I'm I'm super blessed. I'm I'm thankful to have. You know, uh, uh, limbs, good health. You know, it's it's uh, life is good. I'm thankful for life, man. Awesome. And the people in it. Well, I'm thankful for your coming and thankful for your energy. Thank you, my brother. Thank Great you. job. Yeah. See y'all next week. See ya.